0: Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required, see store for details.
1: so Laura tell me um how was you know
2: you're like the Graham Norton and I'm like I'm like the guest because I never ask the question first you're always in there first and I just like the cunt that's asking it because you asked me (laughs) why don't you ask me then you (laughs) asked me no it's all right it's fucking too late now you are yeah but we don't have to include this bit do we well I think we should (laughs) because then it just proves I don't mean to intentionally be a cunt It's time to chat some bollocks
1: about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off-limit for these potty mouthed found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth.
2: About saggy tits and edel warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes,
1: holes barred. Hi Laura. Hello Vic, how are you mate? uh yeah i'm all right actually just um too long. how was the duck? how was da, the duck? Da, da, oh, oh shit yeah, you the didn't, duck. Eat the well, duck. didn't eat it. But did you
2: watch everybody eat duck and did the people who ate it enjoy it
1: <laughs> they enjoyed it um it was the first time that i'd handled meat since i gave it up oh <laughs> the, the <mobs>. <laughs> 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 and well it repulsed me at about the same level that Rob's meat repulses wow. me to be fair. it was so horrible you know what at the
2: angle that you're at right now and your hair beautifully tussling over your shoulder it almost looks like you've got a fist in there it looks like it well, there was an, there was an angle of your hair where it actually looked like you had an actual hand reaching through the back of your head and it freaked That's me terrifying. out terrifying it was terrifying <laughs> but it's no longer there. Is it Rob?
1: Rob's just behind me, just (laughs) trying to get some nookie from behind the sofa. Get (laughs) lost, mate. Get lost. This whole episode is about that, Rob, actually. So um, listen to this first before you try to penetrate me.
2: It is. uh, This episode is completely about relationships post babies or just being a... Not necessarily just about having a baby and a relationship, just relationships and kids.
1: Yeah. And it's how so many of them change relationships or kids yeah but uh, no the kids just stay, consistent. they, they, they irritating. stay consistently irritating pricks yeah but, but the relationships whatever form they take they all change don't they friendship lovers although I wouldn't really have called I don't really class Robert the lover um don't no, remember class him as a lover
2: yeah I bet you would have done in your heyday when you were <laughs> hanging from his clock. I
1: was hanging from his 10 rings <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and his tattoo. And his tattoo. Our, I think our heyday. We we did everything so quickly that our heyday lasted probably about three and a half weeks. Because mm-hmm. it was like meet, move in, get engaged, get married, buy a house, have children, and that all happened in the space. Of I don't want years. to have
2: sex with you anymore.
1: No, yeah, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Um, how are you? I haven't even asked how you are.
2: No, all right, pretty much <laughs> the same
1: <laughs> as yeah. I was last week. As and I was last week, her,
2: verging on an nervous we breakdown. No. You, had to
1: cancel, you had to cancel your holiday, didn't you? That was oh, the disappointing fuck, thing. Oh, fuck, yeah,
2: I've had to cancel my holiday. That's fucking
1: COVID. Ugh, fucking, so, rules. fucking rules. Fucking rules. Do my head in, mate. Roll on
2: 2021.
1: Where we'll probably be enforced with another <laughs> <Yeah>. lockdown. And we'll be in the same fucking situation. If not worse, oh, my God, I saw the news today. Northern Ireland have closed the schools again.
2: Oh, don't tell me that. Don't I you fucking dare! Wash I your can't.
1: mouth
2: out. <laughs> I can't.
1: To all mothers who are from it. Northern
2: Ireland right now, listening, uh, like deepest uh, condolences. Our, our thoughts are with you right now. Do you know Being what? At home with your children once again.
1: If it happened again, it would be worse. Yes, because it was. Last time, it's You're like having right. your second kid. Yeah. The first time, you have no idea what it's yeah. going to be like, and you just go into it blindly, thinking, "Okay, yeah, we can do this. We can survive." Yeah. Four weeks in, my fucking life is over. Yeah second time you know exactly what to expect and, and it's I, just going to be i'm really
2: shit at homeschooling which we established in the last episode butter bread boom done uh, like that that was pretty much all of the lessons i ever set for my children and whereas this time around i really can't fucking do that because otherwise they're going to leave school barely being able to hold a fucking pen I
1: don't oh, let's just pray. We just need to all pray Everyone that doesn't happen to us. Um okay, so following on from our last week's episode where we talked about those about parenting. You yeah. know what? There was some afterwards I thought, oh, I should have asked Laura that and I didn't ask you. So I'm gonna ask you some questions. They're very, very easy to answer. Thank you. Um, but what do Fresh you think enough. has been your parenting all time low? Can having children be
2: one of them? <laughs> no I don't mean that I don't mean that I don't mean that <laughs> uh my parenting all-time low would be um accidentally throwing my kid through the air and breaking his face that would oh definitely my be an all-time low explain yeah. so uh just before Elliot I thought I'd explained this have I not said maybe I haven't oh. it's
1: in your book isn't it
2: it is in my book but lots yes. of people won't have read it so. no
1: exactly so there you go yeah. you, can, wow. you can tell thanks the for, story thanks for
2: confirming that loads of people haven't read my book that's nice <laughs>
1: you can just always there for a little bit of a pick me up and some encouragement.
2: <laughs> yes you're right nobody gives a fuck about your book so
1: <laughs> well, I know because I've read it actually.
2: you have read it so right before uh, Elliot turned three uh, we took him to a Christmas market one day and then after we went to the Christmas market we were like let's go to Sprinkles which is like an ice cream parlour got him, like, everything he wanted, like, it was just the most beautiful day ever, and we walked out of there, and he said, Mummy, Daddy, do one, two, three, swing, and and we swung him in the air, and, like, I just remember in slow motion, this noise coming out of Steve's mouth, and I looked over, and I saw that Steve had lost the grip of Elliot's hand, and Elliot was kind of swinging up in the air, one-handedly in my hand, like a pendulum, and he got, way above my head before he actually slipped clean out of my hand and flew graciously through the air he then hit the concrete at a rate of fucking knots and like shunted along the ground and he just lay there lifeless i was like oh my fucking god he killed him he killed the fucking kid and i threw my handbag in the road and I just grabbed him and picked him up. And like the fucking blood that pumped out of his oh, face. Oh no. Was horrific. And Steve just like, Steve's not good in situations like that. He is, but he has to leave. So like I turned around and he's gone. He's what? fucking, he, I, I, I always describe it as he forest gumped it clean out of the situation. He was just fucking gone. I turned around and I was like, right. Okay. So your dad's gone. He's left. Don't don't, don't fucking know where he's gone. (laughs) And I got got Elliot to the car and he's screaming. There's blood. Nobody fucking stopped to help. There's blood literally pouring out of his face. I couldn't even work out what hole it was coming from. And then Steve reappears with a fuckload of napkins. I was like, where the fuck did you go? He's like, I went into a restaurant. I was like, why?
1: Why would
2: you do that? I thought you had left us. Uh, and yeah we broke we broke Elliot's nose so that is without a shadow of a doubt and and his tooth broke his tooth he had a lot of internal uh, facial wounds like sort of inside his gums that haven't even properly oh, they've God. healed but like the inside of his mouth is quite damaged even now uh oh, seven years on <laughs> that's precious that's precious <laughs>
1: I cannot believe that Steve just absconded. That's the he, funniest part of the story. But he does tonight. though.
2: He does. In any situation like that, he'll just go. <gasps> what a useless prick. He is a useless prick. <laughs> He, he will just run away and then gather his thoughts and come back with something that isn't even remotely fucking helpful.
1: Did you have to take him to hospital to confirm yes. that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, where yeah. He, we, he had a break in
2: those. I, I, I rocked up into A&E and I'd kept it cool until that point. And then like we got to the receptionist, or oh, I got to the receptionist bit. Steve drove like the apocalypse was happening. <laughs> and I ran in and I was like, bang, 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 bang on the glass. And the receptionist was like, yeah, can I help you? I was like, <gasps> And she was like,
1: right, okay. He called the psych ward.
2: <laughs> Should, I'm just gonna get a nurse. So I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, a nurse called steve and I to one side, and she actually said to us, she said, okay. Elliot's taking this better than you and we were like we didn't mean to hurt him and they were like yep we've established <laughs> we established you didn't mean to do this
1: uh and
2: you know it was like two weeks before Christmas as well so oh, that, was, that was happy
1: even... Christmas Broken yes, <laughs> yeah. face.
2: Uh, what about you what's your parenting low
1: yeah I, was, I don't I don't have anything as uh dramatic as that at all yeah, I have many situations like that I'm a really shit mum it turns out or are you just clumsy clumsy as fuck yeah yeah clumsy um, I think one thing that I can remember distinctly, and it wasn't so much the event itself, it was more just what it meant, if you know what I mean. So yeah. Oliver got really constipated when he was like really little, so probably about three months old, and he didn't do shit for about seven days. It's yeah, uh, a
2: long time for a tiny little stomach to have Really long it.
1: time, yeah. And uh, one of the bits of advice on Google was to just um, tease their bumhole with a <laughs> cotton bud. <laughs> a lubed up <laughs> cotton bud um not to put it in there at all but just to like stroke the anus because like st- a
2: feather to a nipple exactly. <laughs>
1: because <laughs> the stimulation on the sphincter uh, apparently makes it sort of contract and then the poo comes out so it was just that moment of teasing my baby's bum hole with a lubed up <laughs> cotton buds that just kind of stands out as like <laughs> fuck has my life become I mean don't know that it's medically recommended to do it or anything like that um and so then following on from parenting low I was going to ask you what's your parenting high as a positive
2: um probably now like Elliot being slightly older and having like a really good sense of humor and although it's horrifically scary but he's got such a good sense of humor like he'll hide uh, and wait to jump out on me which is not funny at the time it is funny obviously afterwards but I find it funny that he's like cottoned on to this whole like let's let's do something because it's funny and he gets let's terrify someone let's let's terrify (laughs) the shit only me only ever me the terrify the shit out of mum uh Yeah, I screamed so loud once that I actually then made him scream, even though he was jumping out on me. So I think, I think like yeah, that kind of like little relationship you get as your kids get older.
1: Yeah, the same. your sense of humor,
2: it is, it is lovely. Yeah, Oliver's,
1: Oliver's, well, Oliver's definitely got a sense of humor already. He's only four, and he cracks me up all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think probably the first time that he ever told me that he loved me. Oh it was you went, so cute.
2: You, you went for like the really heartstring thing. Yeah. 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 Whereas I went for I love it when my kids scare the shit out of me. That's really showing <laughs> love my level love of bonding with my, my kids.
1: When my kids practice being an attacker. <laughs> um the by the way, the um <laughs> calling Rob by his name, Rob, not dad, has yeah. now progressed to a new level and then he started calling him Robbie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Robbie? And he knows that it's funny because he'll say it and then he'll look at me and go, Robbie. You know, like, mum, I'm doing it. I'm doing the joke that you really love and I'm just in fits in the background going, fucking Robbie. <laughs> 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 fucking kid. Oh, got to love him.
2: But I feel like although those questions were aimed at, at motherhood, actually, they tied in nicely with, you know, just all round parenting. And relationships.
1: Ba-bum, there she Cha. is. Um, I think the professional term is a, a link. You've linked quite nicely into Lent, quite our nicely. focus. Okay, so we're going to talk about sex, baby. After you've had a, a baby. baby, Um, yeah, sex and just after all all-round relationships. All-round relationships we'll
2: post baby, but I mean, we just love a little chit chat about
1: sex. Um, so Laura, uh, yes, how is. how was your post baby coitus? How did that coitus. go for you? Coitus. coitus. Is, that a,
2: is that the name for sex? Coitus.
1: Yeah, because it a actually it sounds
2: word. like the annoying kid that lives next door to you that you permanently <laughs> want to <laughs> the go, middle, home. <laughs> the go home. Middle class coitus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah,
2: it was very rigid in the dark and oh, just. Not fun. It felt like I was losing my virginity. Really? Yeah. I was so it's scared. Steve was element. like, Are you sure yeah. you want to do this? I was like, Not really, but can you just please get it over <laughs> and done with? Let's just get it over and done with. Yeah. Because I'm terrified exactly. that you are literally going to drag out my insides. Oh. Uh, after we had Elliot, I think I had sex quite quickly after I had Elliot. I think maybe Elliot was nine weeks old.
1: Oh, <gasps> wow. That is really quick. Yeah. One like that was Toby. No, I had the same experience. So, Oliver, I think it was probably about four months and then Edith was a year. Yeah,
2: I th- I think with Toby, I'm going to say about six, seven months and then we didn't have sex again until about a year. Yeah. We, we really like, and I think that, I, the only reason why I think I did it with Ellie, because I was 26 when I had Ellie. I was actually 27. But um I think I felt like this level of pressure, like I felt like I needed to have sex with Steve, str- you know, as soon after, because it was like, that's kind of what you did. You just get back into normal life. And yeah. just because you're a parent now, it doesn't make it any different. And you know what? If I could go back, I definitely wouldn't have had sex that quickly after. It didn't feel right. And I know some people, they're fucking banging their husbands in the hospital, but fuck that.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm definitely, I definitely not like that at all. And I, I agree have with you. That, like, I think overwhelming love for Steve at all. <laughs> no, but I felt the first time around, it was the pressure to get back to being what we yeah. had been pre baby. Yeah, but also just I don't know trying to to prove that we still were that couple maybe Um,
2: mm, 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 mm. I want your sausage in my McMuffin
1: (laughs) yeah um which actually wasn't true at all uh and we aren't the same couple by Mm. by any (laughs) stretch of the imagination and that's absolutely fine Mm -hmm. um but I do think that there, there is a pressure to have sex straight away. Especially because, well, I don't know why they say that. They say that the official advice is that you can have sex six weeks after you've given birth, which, I mean, you weren't that far off that with nine weeks. But I feel like from a recovery point of view, that is so soon. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if my stitches had dissolved by that point. Like down my whole minge and my pile situation. I would have had to move the piles out of the way to have got anywhere near my hole with Edith because they were that bad um but yeah so just... when
2: you're when you are literally graping out of your ass there is nothing about me that thinks I really want you to now penetrate the only other hole that hasn't got something hanging out of
1: it <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah and the fact that you've had like I had stitches with both of mine that yeah. was a massive worry that that it would hurt yeah um that my fanny would feel like a massive gigantic bucket yeah um for both me and for him as well, that was like a real worry. It was like, what if he just puts his willie in? He's like, mm, is there a vagina here? Yeah, yeah. That, and it's that clanging about from one mortifying. to the other. Yeah, <laughs> and like not only that, water. but like, what about like the rest of my body too? I was so self-conscious of just how everything had changed, and yeah. my, you know, everything was saggy, and I just didn't feel sexy at all. Yeah, physically, I uh, can
2: like really, really resonate with that feeling of just being so self-conscious like if you your stretch marks are quite red and purple you've got this sort of sack of a stomach where you did carry a baby and it's no longer firm and supple it's just hanging like right over your vag Mm -hmm. your nipples are leaking milk whether you're breastfeeding or not because you've either you're breastfeeding or you're not breastfeeding you're trying to give up and it's just like oh fucking hell this is evil this
1: is yeah it's weird there's you know you're still sort of the mothering body but then also you've got to be the sexy yeah no and there was an element of feeling
2: sexy in those moments that made me feel sick and I don't know whether it was because it felt like oh yeah but I'm I'm a mum so I shouldn't not like I'm a mum so I shouldn't have sex but it felt I felt too mummy-ish yeah I don't know I yeah, don't know. to cross I don't over. Know how those. To describe it. I yeah. know what you mean. It was a really
1: weird like transition. Well, if you think about it, you just spent the last nine months literally doing exactly that, just harbouring this baby and existing purely to nour- to nourish and nurture them that's it and yeah. then that sudden they are out but that doesn't kind of stop and your body nice. had such a function and like we had we had barely any sex when we were i was pregnant as well yeah same so i think it was twice with both yeah. of mine and the 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 second time with both of them was like really near to the due date so it was totally enforced by me cuz i was like come on it's supposed to bring the baby out just Put do are
2: in me now
1: <laughs> it was the least sexy sex <laughs> ever those two times it's like fucking hell talk about yeah. romance yeah. being dead <laughs> <laughs> and my fanny was so massive <laughs> i told you this my i swear my vagina put on four stone when i was I, pregnant it was i huge. actually have stretch marks down the
2: center of mine like Dang you know yeah. where where your pubes are yeah that's how badly i stretched
1: mate yeah bulbous, bulbous i'm trying
2: to think of a word that's b that goes with bulbous beaver
1: bulbous beaver,
2: bulbous beaver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um do you remember the first time then can you yeah go back to it now yeah because i can no,
2: weirdly with elliot yeah not as much with toby i don't know why because obviously toby was closer but with elliot after elliot yeah, i can definitely remember it i can remember like all the lights were out i felt so fucking tired you oh, know
1: it's the tiredness
2: yeah and i just i just felt like it was one of those things where like, i just need to get this done that's how I felt it wasn't like a, oh my god I'm so in the mood it was just <laughs> like I just need to get this over and done with a little bit like you know going for your flu vaccination you just <laughs> you know you've got to do it so you just kind of sit there and just wait for it to happen and get it over and done with
1: yeah I felt exactly the same and what about afterwards how, how did you feel afterwards the same or completely. during what about during do you remember feeling because for me it was really it felt really uncomfortable yeah, it just didn't, I didn't have what I would call like an,
2: my normal sexy time. It, I've really felt like I just need to get this over and done with. It was mechanical. It was mechanical, yeah. And then it was done and I was like, okay, well, no one's right. dead. So. <laughs> Except my <soul. laughs> Except my soul, yeah. Laying there in the dark, covered in cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an enjoyable experience really.
1: Did it feel the same?
2: No. Does it feel the? Does it fucking feel nine weeks later, mate? Yeah, his penis needed to have been a fist to have touch the sides. I'm fucking assure me it ain't a fist
1: or a salmon. I've you said a, a, a fish. Fist. Maybe a fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why that woman ended up in a with but that salmon off a foof. She's like, I've just had a baby, yeah. Nothing else will fit. <laughs>
2: Um, no, oh, I can say that sex definitely hasn't felt the same since it's changed. But then I've changed. I think that I've become more creative with the way that I'm
1: creative. I'm crafting <laughs> while having sex. Doing Look at a nice, this origami <laughs> swan, doing a nice landscape whilst well, you're doing doggy style. Do um, you know but what I mean? Though, yeah, I know what you mean. But I think that's I think that's good though. You we know. wouldn't have sex anymore if that otherwise yeah it
2: was the same I don't know for you it's not the same every time what do you mean I don't know what you mean
1: <laughs> what do you do? You mean like different things happen yeah
2: but I mean like we don't always have some people it will literally be like missionary position that's okay. what we do and we are done and it, it, we're not like that do you know what no, I mean I yeah, told I you, you I'm the corkscrewer yeah I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> mount me Steve
1: um okay no that makes sense
2: but then I think it's being as I've got older that I've become so much more sexually liberated like you said you've always felt quite sexually confident to be like yeah. well this is what I like and I think it's taken for me to get older you know definitely since becoming a mum and being like no fuck it actually you know what this is what I like this is what I want and he enjoys it when I'm like that so yeah but would you not say that
1: you've changed? I mean, I think pre kids, I was I had really high sex drive.
2: Yeah,
1: and I had a lot of sex um, with a lot of different people. Yeah, um, we know. And with Rob, I had a lot of sex with Rob too. Uh, we were bloody at it all the time. But um, the yeah, it's changed massively. If I compared it to my pre kids life sex life, it's it's so different and definitely no no real spontaneity there's like maybe an element to it but it's more I have to say to myself like I if I think okay I'm actually not feeling too tired then I'll make the decision like okay well maybe maybe we'll have sex tonight without having a conversation but it's kind of so it's not spontaneous as in like I don't know you're in the kitchen you start kissing and then you end up having sex it's not like that oh my
2: god no yeah that doesn't even if the kids are in bed that's not happening
1: (laughs) no (laughs) tries to kiss me 99% of the time I'm like oh fucking get off me because I'm just so that's what I find with motherhood I think it takes so much out of you Yeah. On an emotional and mental and a physical level, because by the end of the day, I can feel so touched out by the kids. Mm -hmm. They are on me all the time. And obviously, Mm. it's not the same as if I'm getting touched by my husband, but it is still a sensory experience, you know? And it's like when you have little ones that are just, especially Edith, I, I carry her a lot of the time. She's on me and she wants to be held a lot of the time. So I, I, I just don't, I feel like there's nothing left in the bank at the end of the day. I just can't, yeah. I can't, can't fight. And I don't, but I don't necessarily need it either yeah. because in some ways it's already been satisfied, which is really weird because, you know, you wouldn't directly link the two. But actually I think from a deeper, deeper sort of psychoanalysis point of view, then actually all these things are interconnected. So you yeah. can't just have it as separate. It's like, this is my sex life. This is my motherhood. This is blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't really work. It like is that. about levels
2: of fulfilment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, um, and almost like what I said about carrying the baby and all that and then feeling like, you know, for nine months this has been your purpose, I, I kind of feel like a lot of my, I don't know, not my purpose, that's the wrong word because I don't exist for my children, you know, no. if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I just feel like where's the scope for that part of me? I don't know. I, yeah. I, there doesn't seem to be much of it at the moment, especially because mine is so young. Yeah. I'm hoping that as they get a bit older, that there'll be a better balance between that. But I, I mean, in all honesty, I, I, sometimes I think I don't really care that we don't have sex. I don't actually care because I'm not desiring it in the same way that I used to. But yeah. then when I do desire it and Rob isn't on the same page, that's when it's like the conflict of kind of one of us feeling i don't know horny but the other one then ends up and then ends up feeling rejected if the other one's not in yeah. the same place and that's the difficulty i think with having kids and even any long-term relationship with kids or without it's just that finding that balance with each other and it's yeah. going to change because you've been together for a long time and naturally your desire for each other does i think ch- it changes because life and you end up seeing shit that you never thought you'd see like rob's caught my shit in his hands, that's going to change a bloody relationship, isn't it?
2: Without without a shadow of a fucking doubt, that's going to change something. Yeah. And he,
1: I don't think he'd ever say that it would. He would never, it's not even admitting it. I don't think he genuinely does think that, but maybe it's changed something in me thinking, oh, but he's, he's, he's pushing my." my shit. He put. He literally pushed my piles back into my ass as I was giving birth. Like yeah. that's got to change the sexy time somehow, hasn't it? I
2: don't know that it because I've you know like I've asked Steve this before and I've said to him like, do you you have seen me like at my pig shit worst? Not only in birth but after birth, especially after Toby, I did not clean myself ever. Not like, even the fanny flannel. Not the <laughs> fanny flannel was dry, folded, and put away, <laughs> and smelled I of was, strawberries. It smelled strawberries. My fanny, on the other hand, smelled like fucking old tuna that had been shoved up a whale's vag and then left to rot. It was really <laughs> like I, I was all I was such a mess. My hair was really greasy. My armpit could have fucking plaited my armpit hair. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I literally just did nothing, and he saw me like that. I had no emotions. I was just like a fucking zombie. And I've said to him, like, how the fuck that didn't knock out any erection that you would ever have for me in the future. It's beyond me. And he's like, because it's more, it's more than that. Yeah. When you go through situations, like for instance, Rob shoving your pole back up your ass. (laughs) He didn't do that out of duty. He did that because he loves you so much.
1: Yeah. He would literally
2: fucking take a bullet for you. Like he'd do anything for you. And, seeing you in that much pain and feeling like he Steve said you know you feel so helpless because you want to make that situation better for that person and you can't yeah and i think that that's why your relationship evolves maybe when you have children sometimes it can break a relationship can't it like yeah, a lot of definitely. people they have children and it it just doesn't work out yeah but i think it's that natural evolve Nish, nish. the evolution <laughs> the evolution of a of a relationship that goes through those different phases and instead of it being like oh, i'm fucking done i don't want to be with you anymore it's uh i love you even more and actually sex is like steve says sex is part of our relationship but it's not all
1: of our relationship you know yeah it's just an element of it
2: it is an element of it one that you don't get that
1: often <laughs> no once a year if he's lucky <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've been with boyfriends who have wanted to have sex all the time, mm. but Rob's not like that. So for us, it's all right because we're kind of on the same level. But I can imagine that if it was, if it wasn't like that, that would become really frustrating for both of you because you'd yeah. feel pressured to do it.
2: It's just... It is just hard. And like, you do hear those horror stories, don't you? Of like people that are, I say horror stories. They're not horror stories. They're realities of women who have to have sex with their partners. You
0: know, it sometimes I like have literally
2: She just popped a kid out and they've got to have sex with their partners and it's like fucking hell. Where's the where's the he um you know
1: the moment of respect for what she's just fucking gone through? I uh, know. It's like just have a wank. Have a wank yeah. into a toilet roll with some ham shoved in it. Absolutely. You know boom. There boom, are shake the
2: room. <laughs> Problem fucking solved. And I'm pretty sure if she's post baby three days, she won't give a fuck where you put it.
1: No, in fact, her vagina probably Literally will look it like...
2: like. It will <laughs> look like. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll a some shoved, shoved in it. it.
0: <laughs> Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required, see store for details.
1: Uh, okay, let me do some stats. Yeah, then. do your statistics. So stats. Because uh, I, I think the one of the big things about uh, sex after kids is that no one fucking talks about it. Yes. So I think you can feel, and, and actually, you might not even talk about it with your partner because you're too mm-hmm. embarrassed um, mm-hmm. because we're, we're really rubbish at talking about these difficult subjects. Uh, and I wonder if there are parts of the
2: world, like, for instance, you know, how the we can have jokes about, oh, that's typical British. I wonder if there are other parts of the world, maybe the Swedish, because they just fucking got it made, haven't they? Maybe they're more open with the way that they communicate about sex and how it's much more of a, like, simple conversation that doesn't need to be built up. Like, oh, my God, I can't talk about this, you know? Yeah. I wonder if there are
1: societies where it's just a lot more of the done thing. There must be. where yeah, culturally, it's like accepted that you Standard. can just do all this stuff yeah um i mean this is a tenuous link but i read something about uh the birth rate in denmark is actually declined um over the last 10 years because couples aren't having as much sex after mm. they've had babies so it's affecting the birth rate but they're not that bothered about it yeah they actually the government actually brought an initiative to give parents two hours of free childcare with the nursery that their kid goes to so that they could have some alone time together but most of them were like yeah great I'll have that but I don't have a sex mate I'm going to yeah. that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or I'm I'm gonna go out for some lunch and I have a screaming kid with me exactly. what the hell? I love
1: that yeah that's the thing is like when the offer is on the table to have kid free time is it your first instinct to whack no. your minge out and be like come on baby pups no, no. way you're gonna get the million and more jobs that have been sitting there unfinished for... yeah I mean I
2: won't do the jobs so I'll literally just go get something to eat you'll just sit there <laughs> I just fucking sit there with my cup of tea on the floor not even on a coaster
1: same but I will too I will either just sit there and just waste time on the internet yeah. um go shopping I love yeah. I love I love that read a bit of a, I mean it's not therapy but for me it's retail therapy or go out for a meal and have food yeah. but you're on the same page babes on the same page I'd, I'd rather have a sandwich or than a Willie. voice note you yeah <laughs> Voice note each other that's it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay so here's some stats which might make everyone feel a bit better though because i think because we don't talk about it we don't realize that other women and other couples are going through exactly the same thing um and you think oh my god we're the only one which must indicate that our relationship is shit and that yeah. it's failed whatever But 63% of people from this one survey, British surveys in the UK, admit that their sex lives have deteriorated since having kids. 63, I think that's really high.
2: It is very high, but I'm surprised that it's not higher. Really? Because I think that you go through something as a couple that you've never been through
1: before and that then changes you as people. Yeah. Um, Okay. so these are some stats about how often people are having sex. So 28% say that they have sex once a month. So I'm not in that percentage. Uh five percent once a year and seven percent not at all.
2: So that's actually quite refreshing and I think that's quite nice for people to hear because I wonder how many people will be listening to this right now going fucking hell actually it's not just me there's 28 that's a lot of people when you look at that up and down the country that's a fucking yeah. dick dickload of
1: people yeah and I don't think that there is a norm of anything no because um, ours fluctuates as well like Definitely. maybe sometimes we might have sex twice in one month and then we might not have sex for six months so yeah. how do you work out the kind of average stat of that you know it's not it's not really yeah. possible, is it? I remember um, once
2: Steve counted that episode in Friends uh, where Ross counts how many times he had sex with Rachel. And Steve, <laughs> I can't remember how many years ago it was now, but Steve told me how many times we'd had sex that year and I was absolutely fucking horrified at him. What, was, was it like,
1: loads or none? No, no,
2: no. no. <laughs> I can't remember how many times we'd had sex. I mean, it wasn't none, We, but obviously enough for him to fucking count it. I can't I genuinely can't remember what the average what but he then he's he's so works in finance because he then said oh so that averagely means that we had sex I was like that (laughs) oh my god God. who are you right now what the I was like what the fuck have you done that for he went never (laughs) fucking share
1: that information again you sex nerd (laughs) I could do it right now for me and Rob one two three (laughs) (laughs) done fucking done mate (laughs) (laughs) Rob wouldn't remember he wouldn't remember if we had sex yesterday um although that might say more about my underwhelming vagina than (laughs) (laughs) his memory and then this one I thought this was interesting because this is the difference between men and women so 61% of women and 30% of men said that they experience less sexual desire after kids so women are experiencing a lot less um or sorry a lot more of a decline in their sexual desire than men are But
2: you know Got what? The, work, yeah. The other thing that I find really interesting about men when they talk to other men about sex and sex with their partners, they'll always big it up and they say they do it loads more than they actually do. And then, and like I've seen it within people that I know that like they're like, oh, you know, blah blah blah, has said that the guy that he works with, they have sex every night. And I said, he's fucking lying. Yeah, And the fact that he's trying to guilt you into having sex because somebody at his work is doing it makes him a cock.
1: Yeah, that is shit. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's the real difficult part in all of this. It's, the, it's what happens in your relationship and then how that, you know, lack of desire or whatever can really then affect how you are of each other and what it can lead to um so this is i like this so this is uh, some advice from the sex therapist um no blame no shame yeah. that's the uh that's the Love mantra that. it's nobody's fault and you shouldn't feel ashamed talking about it so um the first step to reclaiming your sexual identity is allowing yourself to experience pleasure so you do that by starting with self-focus i mean hello we just did a whole episode about masturbation that's exactly what self-focus is um and and i
2: actually think that's probably where i've my confidence has grown has been in the confidence to just basically look after yourself because if you learn what makes what feels good then you can have a better sexual experience and if you have a better sexual experience you're going to be more inclined to go yeah all right then Actually, yeah. I will do it once every six months with my partner, or once every whenever the fuck it you choose to do it. Yeah. Um,
1: and also, like we saw, we talked about uh, before, I think in one of the episodes, <laughs> just one of them, uh, about how like our nipples had got really destimulated since having yeah. kids, like that kind of stuff. That's massively changed for me. So maybe you're. I don't know your fanny's changed and you need to relearn how to pleasure yourself so um I mean who doesn't need an excuse to have a wank although saying that even masturbating can seem like an effort sometimes you know when you're in that place you're just like I can't be bothered Or if you're tired for me if you're tired I have no
2: sexual innuendo (laughs) I can't make any jokes about willies
1: or fannies (laughs) whatsoever (laughs) um and then it says so once you've kind of you know got back in touch with yourself move that on to you and your partner but forget about penetration forget about it wow Um, so sex doesn't have to ultimately mean penetration it can mean everything else in between and also forget about orgasms so the ultimate aim is not to be penetrated and have an orgasm it's just to reconnect on a sensual level that's it i love how you gotta sing it all out I oh, know, I have to. But um, I can't be fucking bothered to give him I can't be bothered sexual either. pleasure. I'm like, can you just write it on a piece of paper and then that'll be done. And then I might. <laughs> but do it you know what I mean?
2: It. Like the thought of being like, yeah, I don't mind him doing stuff to me, but then if I've got to give him a blowjob, I'm out.
1: Yeah, luckily Rob does not care about blowjobs.
2: No, Steve's not a big... Well, I mean, Steve will just take it wherever he can get it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think. You do not give a fuck anything. if he's
2: getting something or as long as he's getting his, his willy in a hole, I don't think he really cares. <laughs>
1: A warm wet hole, a warm wet hole, yeah, a warm wet hole, so all I look for on a woman is a warm wet hole, um, okay, I mean, obviously, this has been quite a heavy chat today, Laura, um Laura's just ignoring me in mouthing words, <laughs> I've... i think i've sent her into some sort of weird cosmic zone okay well i'll i will lighten the mood a little bit the by mood has you... been lightened it has been lightened don't, um...
2: don't be a miserable old cunt now
1: <laughs> there's no way to talk about my vagina <laughs> um okay so this is funny so two little stories from the same lady so she said so when my little girl was a toddler she was a running running <laughs> She wasn't running. She was wandering around our bedroom in the morning and went really quiet. I realised she had something in her mouth and hooked out a used condom. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. That is a parenting oh, low. Can you
2: that
1: uh, yes, that, that, that is correct. It, it was you. Do you know the worst thing? I mean, used condoms are Grinch. revolting. Yeah. Not even at the best in the time. They are just revolting. They and they I go mean. so cold, don't they? They go it's like the really. To yeah. You know what I mean? like
2: they what is that about? Yellow.
1: I think it's like the latex it's coming like a into contact exactly
2: what it is like an old lady that smoked 40 a day and her finger's gone yellow that's what a condom looks like (laughs) and she's
1: got that weird disease that makes your skin go all bloated and like wobbly that old people get cellulitis she's got cellulitis faggash finger
2: (laughs) that's what a condom is so the next time you put one of those on your knob boys just think of old sheila with her cellulitis (laughs) fucking johnny finger
1: oh i love that um i mean they say not to put them in the sea because turtles will choke on them too
2: I get them stuck up their nostrils probably turtles
1: and toddlers watch out for the use
2: <laughs> anything controls. beginning with a t <laughs> tony <laughs> tony <laughs> um what tony is. this was a short one as well uh before my husband and i got on our first house together we were living at my parents house when our two-year-old was sharing our room after we'd had sex once, thinking that she was asleep in her cot, she stood up after we finished, clapped, and said, Well done, Daddy. <laughs> I was mortified.
1: <laughs> oh, what uh, the hell did she think that they were doing if she'd seen something like that before? Enough, them, enough to go, floor. Well done.
2: Good, well good done. boy. Was
1: it, do you reckon it was patronising? Well done, Daddy that well was done.
2: terrible at this rate i'll get no sibling if that's the way you're going to be putting, putting it in mummy yeah
1: I would, like, I would well done robbie well <laughs> fucking done
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how i feel about that i that would I, i'd need therapy we wow. could never
1: do we could never do sex we could never have sex <laughs> I never saw it. when i had the kids in the bedroom like so no. I um have them in our room for very long uh i oh, no like, to be I fair I hate them having in there I did we didn't
2: Elliot must have been in our room the first time we had sex
1: yeah cuz that was like was not, I, said, <laughs> I kicked Oliver out of my room um at 7 weeks old I couldn't um, bear it it was like Yeah, the next fucking to a fucking noise like pug it was just the grunting like
2: that it's like yeah oh my
1: god if i can go to sleep yeah. yeah
2: i can't bet i just hated the noise that, that would come out of either of them i'd yeah. never be able to relax little no, fuckers
1: i never relaxed i could i just didn't sleep i was on the edge all the time it's like yeah. what's that noise it was horrible I hated it um <laughs> this is funny why does my husband keep trying to do me up the bum after childbirth is it because i've got a fanny like a whistle sleep? <laughs> like a wizard's sleep a sleep hey there is absolutely no bum sex ever happening ever again with my anal state of affairs no thanks i think it's just because it's
2: such a tight hole but the thing is it's fucking not anymore it's
1: (laughs) it's so tight
2: that it literally like pull your cheeks as far apart as you possibly can and that's exactly what it feels like to have a penis at your bum oh you reckon i just feel like it feels like an inverted poo it feels like you're gonna shit yourself as well because yeah, like you're gonna shit like out the
1: when, dick when you've like got a bit of poo coming and it's going like uh, no go yeah. back up uh, that's what having a willy in feels like just yeah i mean yeah, there's so many women More that stressful. absolutely love anal i yeah. don't i no. don't i think i might have had like one orgasm from it before but really there, but it was it was the old clitston wasn't it so it was probably just oh that. okay 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 it was something out of bum <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't necessary because it was up your ass. It was just no. because you'd been, you know, no. correcting
1: the yeah. clit. I've got one more thing to. This is just no. someone's like put a little quandary to me and then I think we can finish off with this. So no. my husband asked me if he and our young child were drowning and I could save only one, who would I save? Mm-hmm. He said he'd save me. We'd have more kids. I said our child. Yeah. Which one would you save? My kids. Yeah, standard. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. I was like, "See you later, mate. Drown. Be like the Titanic, like, It not
2: it?" Titanic. <laughs> no, fucking yeah. let go,
1: mate. Because yeah.
2: the yeah. you are unbalancing this fucking door. <laughs> now get off of it. <laughs> oh, fuck
1: off. We'll be fine. We'll and be it, fine. We've and got like, life insurance. Like if Steve
2: went to save me, I'd slap him around the head and go, what the fuck are you doing? Go and save them. I'll die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like every Absolutely. time they have to win. How yeah. fucked is motherhood?
1: Kids always win. Yeah, it you'd, is.
2: you'd kill yourself just to save them.
1: Bloody that, selfish all, bastards. That's that, all they are. Take, take, On take, that take. fucking
2: positive note of drowning in the middle of the sea and letting them survive, let's fucking end this absolute joyous episode that is uh, parenting <laughs> and uh, relationships.
1: It's been um, so... Uh, It's been a revelation. I've quite
2: enjoyed this, actually. I have.
1: It's been been like almost, you know, as I do find many of these episodes with Minya, I find it really cathartic knowing that we're not alone. That's it.
2: It's the not alone bit. It's like having that conversation and realising that actually whatever it is you might have felt or previously felt, oh, wow, okay, I'm not the only one. And like the statistics you gave at the the beginning of like that 5% of people who have no sex at all. I can guarantee you that that 5%, which is still quite a large population of people, they'll feel so alone in that. And they'll be so ashamed that they won't want to go, you know what, I I don't have sex with my partner at all. Um, And so like, I think that's that's a nice thing to be able to share and be like, you're not alone. And remember, what was that?
1: Yes, no blame, no No shame. shame. Get therapy. (laughs) No penetration. No penetration, no orgasms. Unless you want it. (laughs) um <sighs> yeah so great one pack there it is we've exhausted this subject now let's yeah. just move let's it fuck away. it off um, so there's nothing else to say but uh, sh- oh no, wait a minute. What we're we talking about? Yeah, yeah you've got to keep leaving us the reviews. That. I am forgetting that. I'm sorry, it's integral. Um, yeah, keep leaving us the reviews if you can on iTunes. We do appreciate your lovely words. Um, and then you should get back to that. We should
2: start reading them out again.
1: I know we haven't read any of them, we haven't out read any long. of them out. Some <laughs> of
2: them were fucking hilarious.
1: <laughs> I read them on the other day and it was like. These women are not funny. Well,
2: fuck! Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening, you wanker. And if, and if you're um, still here, what the fuck are you doing here?
2: You're You don't find it
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, keep listening. Keep hating us because it all contributes to our downloads.
2: Just <laughs> yeah. We'll make sure this is right at the end of the episode, so it will piss you off even more <laughs> for listening to a whole episode. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, if you want to leave us a nice review or a funny review, we're more than happy to accept those.
1: And then um, always, we're always accepting your stories. Like, yeah. That slugs that
2: we are. Like, we're already halfway through what we would consider series two, and fast approaching series three, which we're already talking about changing up, aren't we,
1: Victoria? yeah we're just uh we're working this all out as we go along we're finessing it what works what doesn't what you guys want from us and what we enjoy um so if you want to send us anything even if it doesn't relate to anything just send us your random shit ask us questions Anything you want, and how can they do that, Laura?
2: Well, they can actually do that by going on to Instagram and sliding on into our DMs, and our account is No Holes Barred Podcast. Or if they don't have social media,
1: what else can they do, Vic? They can send an email to noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com.
2: As we get closer to the end of this series, we will unveil our plans for series plus a
1: really extra amazing special guest for our last yes. episode of series <gasps> too we're very excited uh Run, well, see, you <laughs> see you next tuesday see you next tuesday Bye.
0: science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental emotional and physical health The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.